today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Did you know that 72% of people, 72% regret not taking any action towards the person that they really dream of being? 72%. They're not taking action towards this vision that they have in their head of who they want to be in the world, and they really regret it. And I think that that that's kind of a shockingly high number, but when you really think about it, that's probably not all that surprising. And there's a reason, right? When you really get to the core, when you make a decision that is life-changing, the things that are required to execute on that decision, I mean, they're freaking scary. <laughs> and so to do them, you have to go all in on these actions. But going all in is more about, I don't know, deciding what not to do than it is deciding what you are going to do. So I'm going to give you an example of that. For example, if you make a decision around your pricing, to go all in on your pricing means not agreeing, right, what you're not going to do, not agreeing to discounts or to any special pricing arrangements. If you decide to go all in on being fully booked with a waiting list for private services, well, that means not selling, saying no, right? Saying no to selling groups or workshops or events or retreats or other products and services because you're all in on getting fully booked with a waiting list for your private services. If you decide to go all in on a social media platform like Instagram or lately I hear a lot of you saying I'm trying to go all in on Clubhouse, that means saying no to spending your time on other platforms so that you're able to go all in on the one that you made a decision to show up for. That means you have to say no to things you've been doing or ways that you've been thinking, actions that you've been taking, right? Choices that you've been making, how you've been spending your time. You have to say no to all of that. And that's not comfortable. It's not comfortable to say no to all of the things you've been doing and the ways that you've been thinking and the way you've been showing up because all your brain really wants to do at the end of the day. I mean, we love our brain, don't we? But all it wants to do is keep you safe. So it pushes you away from new. Your brain is like, new? Okay, let's just like take a pause. Let's just sit down over here, right? It's like, no, thank you, because it wants to keep you safe. So it's pushing you away from anything new by flooding your brain with excuses. So when you make this life-changing decision to do something new and it's going to require all these new ways of showing up in the world, all of these new actions and ways of thinking and ways of being, your mind is going to start filling with things like, you know, I just don't have the time right now. Just don't have the time for that. Or, oh, no, no, no. That's just such a waste of time. That platform's not going to work. That thing can't work. Or, you know... The money's just not there right now. <laughs> That's what's not there right now. Or it's not the right time. Everything's crazy right now. Everything's a little out of control or overwhelming. It's just not the right time. Or I don't know how to. I mean, I do that. I just don't know how to, right? So going all in really looks different for everyone. But what's the same <laughs> is the fear, the doubt, the uncertainty, the impatience that it stirs up. That's almost universal because going all in requires taking action before you can see or even be assured of any results from the action you're going to take. That's scary to take action before you have any idea that the action you're going to take is going to net you results. So how do you do it? 
How can you embrace all of this discomfort that comes from having to do new things and think new ways? So how can you embrace it so that you can stop playing safe and take the risk, go all in on your dream? Well, that is what we are talking about on today's episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and vlogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. I am so happy to be back with you. Another week, another new show. Today's episode is paired with a wine, a red wine blend, perfectly named for this episode. It's called The Risk Taker. And the reason that it's called The Risk Taker is because it is a blend, right? You don't know exactly what's in it. Like, I have no idea what this blend is actually made of. But I was willing to take this gamble and get the rewards. And let me tell you, (laughs) the rewards are really good. So I kind of, as the label said, I embraced my inner risk taker and I found out and I'm so glad that I did because the results were completely worth taking the risk. You know, but I'm going to be honest. (laughs) When I was standing in the store and I was going to buy this wine, I thought about it for like 15 minutes. I was like, I don't know. I kept looking at the bottle and I'd read about it and then I'd put it down and I'd come back and I'd read it again. And I kept thinking, you know, I don't know. (laughs) What if it doesn't taste good? What if it's not going to be good? I spent so much time wondering if I should. What if it wasn't going to pay off? What if I like invested in this bottle of wine and then I wasn't going to get the payoff from it that I was hoping to get from it? And there was so much time and energy that I expended in that decision. But the moment I just decided, I was like, so what? You know what? I'm going to buy this bottle of wine. I'm going to bring it home. I'm going to drink it. It is what it is. It's supposed to, you know, work out the way it's supposed to work out. I mean, that's where the magic happened. (laughs) That's where I was able to really enjoy this bottle of wine. And now I know of a new wine that I've never had before that is excellent. And I'm sure it's going to lead me down a rabbit hole to many of the other great wines made by this company. But how many of you have felt like that in your business, (laughs) that you decide to do something or you're thinking about, you haven't decided, you're thinking about doing something. Maybe I'll show up on Clubhouse. Maybe I'll run my own room on Clubhouse. Maybe I'll start my Facebook group. Maybe I'll do some Instagram reels. Maybe I'll create a webinar. Maybe I will, I don't know, I could keep going and going with all of these ideas. And you start thinking about it, but as you think about it, you kind of start second guessing yourself. You're like, I don't know. What if I put all this time or all of this money or all of this energy towards this thing? Could it could it work? Is it going to get me results? Then you start focusing on finding the guarantee. Finding the guarantee that what you're thinking about investing your time, money, energy in is going to work. And you can't find it. 
because there can't really be a guarantee that it's going to work. So then when you don't really feel the guarantee, that feels uncomfortable. And when you feel uncomfortable, your brain kicks into protection mode and it's like, no, 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 this is terrible. This is scary. It feels really unsafe. We should just stop. We shouldn't contemplate this anymore. And then it will back up that decision to not do it in all of these ways that make you feel better. Oh, well, no one's on Facebook anyway. Or Clubhouse is just going to end tomorrow. Webinars are so yesterday. Nobody reads an email list anymore. Right? It'll start telling you all of these things to justify the decision that you made to not do it so that you stay comfortable. So you really need to learn how to embrace discomfort so that you can move through it to get results. That's what taking a risk is all about. And that is what we're talking about today. Because in my episode last week, if you haven't listened to it, episode 72 with Mike Alden, stop, pause, (laughs) drop everything you're doing, go back and listen to that episode. It is incredible. And I'm not just saying that because it's my podcast. It really was an incredible episode. I think I I know you're going to love it. But he brought up risk-taking. He brought up the idea that so many entrepreneurs are risk-adverse, and this sabotages them. This keeps them from the success that they're wanting time and time again. You have to, in order to be successful, you have to learn how to take a risk, and that's what we're talking about today. So as I sit here sipping on this delicious wine called Risk Taker, talking to you about moving through discomfort so that you can also be a risk taker. I want you to know that everything that has moved my business forward, every single thing since the day that I left the law, became a dating coach, and everything that happened to get me from date coaching to transitioning into business coaching, and everything since then, everything that has moved my business forward in huge ways involved taking a risk that has made me extremely uncomfortable. I have the ability to make it look, and it's not that I'm doing it in like a manipulative way. I just have this ability that externally, I look like I'm as cool as a cucumber. I look like, okay, cool. I'm just going to get up and try this thing. I'm going to take this action. It's going to be great. But inside, it feels terrifying. Inside, my heart is beating. I am doubting everything. I'm feeling uncertain. I'm feeling impatient. I'm feeling distrusting. So then how is it that I'm able to do it? And the way that I look at it, I really think that I have two choices. I can either create a profitable business that really supports my dream life, making the impact that I want to make while you know changing all of these lives and having fun doing it, or I can stay comfortable. So when I look at that, right, it's like, okay, I could just stay like I am right now, or I could really have the impact I want to make doing the things that I really want to do in all of the ways that I really want to do them. Well, then it's not really a choice in my book. Do you know what I mean? It just... You can't have one foot firmly planted where you are and then step the other foot forward and expect to get anywhere. You're not going to actually move forward. Eventually, you got to go all in. Eventually, you have to pick up that other foot and move it forward as well. And I see this with so many people who come to me frustrated that they're not getting the results that they want in their business but who refuse to take action and invest in the people and the things that are really going to get them to their goals, like getting paid to speak, 
getting fully booked with a waiting list, appearing on the news, launching a group course, creating a community, when in actuality, taking the action and investing in the things is exactly what will help them achieve their goals and hit all of their milestones. And what this means is, instead of making decisions that are in the best interest of their business, they are making their decisions from a place of fear. And I don't know about you, but I have never heard of a successful business being built from fear-based decisions. It's not like you can go interview, I don't know, I'm going to name all these names like Grant Cardone, Elon Musk, Oprah Winfrey, right? But anyone, you're not going to go interview these successful entrepreneurs and business owners and CEOs, and they're going to say, you know what? Here's how I got to where I am. I just let fear rule me, and I did everything it said. (laughs) I just made all of my decisions from a fear-based place, made sure that, you know, I never had to feel, feel discomfort. I never had to feel fear. I just kind of made all the decisions that would allow me to stay feeling safe and comfortable and secure. No. So then how are they doing it, right? How are they embracing discomfort? How can you embrace discomfort? How are you able to do what these people are doing and go all in? There's so many pieces to this. I mean, it's way bigger than a 40-minute podcast episode, Uh, or maybe this will be 45. I don't know, but it's still larger than this podcast episode. But what I will say is the number one thing is to learn how to cultivate a mindset of commitment. Cultivating a mindset of commitment is a non-negotiable, guys, a non-negotiable for moving through discomfort to take action. And it's not going to be easy. I hear all of these people, oh, it's just so easy. It's just so easy. You just like do this thing. Here's a hack. Here's a secret. And once you embrace this, it's just going to feel easy, right? It gets to be easy. Everything's easy. It's like, yes, but no, let's just be honest. It's not going to be easy. It can be simple. But I refuse to say that it's going to be easy because building a business is not going to be the easiest thing you've ever done, nor should it be. It is a growth opportunity. It is a challenge. You are stretching yourself. You are stepping into the next level of your life, of you, of your business that isn't easy. It can be simple when you have the right support, when you have the right mindset, when you have the right strategy, when you have everything in place to be able to take actions. It can feel simple, but it's not easy, and that's okay. It's a life changing decision to do the things that you're thinking about doing and the actions that those life changing decisions require are scary and your brain is wired to protect you. It is wired to kick in and default to all of those choices, all of those actions that are going to keep you safe. So instead of embracing the discomfort, you're going to try to avoid it. You're going to stop you're going to turn around. You're going to try to find all of these secrets, all of these hacks, all of these tips, all of these ways that hopefully will walk you around the discomfort to the other side. But, you know, we all know, and I'm just going to reinforce it, that the only way to get to where you're trying to go is to walk through it, meaning you have to show up. You have to trust yourself to show up. You have to believe deeply in the actions that you're taking and Trust yourself to do the things that are required to get the results. And more than that, you have to trust yourself to navigate whatever happens as a result of taking those actions. And when you can do that, when you say, oh my gosh, 
I trust myself. I really believe in what I'm doing. I have this deep belief in what I'm doing, and I believe it will work. I don't know when and I don't know how, but I ultimately believe that it will work. And so I can be committed because whatever action I take, I really believe it's going to get me in some way. It might not be the exact way that I'm thinking about, but in some way, it's going to get me to the results that I want. So when I start taking action, I don't have to look for the guarantee. I don't have to look for the proof. I don't have to look for the evidence that the action that I'm taking is working because I know it will. It may be in the way I thought, and it may not be. So I don't need to see evidence because when we look, I've said this before in past podcast episodes, when we're looking for evidence that our strategy is working, what it means is we don't believe it. Like if you say, I'm going to have a strategy where I am going to post on Instagram every day, and this is going to do X, Y, and Z, and you start posting and you're a week or so in, and you're like, oh, but nobody's engaging, nobody's commenting, nobody's doing this, nobody's doing that. The reason you're looking for that is because you need proof that this is going to work. And the reason you need proof is you do not actually believe that this is going to work. And if you don't believe it, It's not going to work. So the first thing you need to do is really believe in your success and then believe in the action that you have decided to take. Then you have to trust yourself. You have to trust yourself to actually follow through on those actions. But the reason you can trust yourself on all of that, you can believe it and you can trust yourself to follow through on those actions is this. This is a big piece. You trust yourself to navigate what ever results from taking those actions. So no matter what the result is, if it's what you hoped for, it's not what you hoped for, if it creates an uncomfortable feeling, if you're sad, if what whatever it is, you trust yourself to get through it. You trust yourself to get through it and to use it to your favor, to your benefit, to have it work out for you and get you to where you need to be. That is usually why most people aren't taking action. They trust themselves. It's it's kind of a combination, but they usually aren't in full belief that it's going to work. So they're looking for evidence. But even if they are, let's say they're in full belief, they don't trust themselves to navigate whatever results. They're remembering past times where there was a breakup and they were sad and they weren't able to, you know, get out of bed for two months. And they're like, oh my gosh, what if I go through that again? It shut down my life. And because they're not trusting that this time they can actually work through it. And that's really important because to do that, to believe in yourself, to have the certainty that anything that you do will work because you're going to make it work, because you can navigate through whatever results to make it work, means you have to really know who you are. You have to know who you are. And that means you have to spend some time with yourself. And people don't like spending time with themselves, right? But Those feelings of impatience, of discomfort, of fear, of distrust, of uncertainty, those are going to be those very first feelings that are going to pop up when you decide to take a risk. So we know you have a business. That's why you're listening to this podcast. We know you'll want to do something huge, something big. You're trying to take your business to the next level. Check check, right? You own a business. You're trying to get it to the next level. It is going to require new actions and new ways of thinking. Check. 
and it's scary. Check, you are now feeling discomfort and fear and distrust and uncertainty, and your brain is starting to fight you. It's saying, nope, let's just sit down. Let's just feel comfortable. And now it's starting to find all of that evidence to try to prove to you that you should stop or not start or whatever. Those were all the things I said before. It's not going to work. That social media site is over. No one's actually going to read your newsletters. Like, this isn't going to look. Nobody's liking your things. Nobody's opening your things. It's going to start doing all of that because it wants you to stop. It doesn't want you to take the risk. It is tempting you to put the halt on everything that you're doing. So you need to identify, what can I do to calm these fears? What evidence do I have to give to myself that will allow me to trust the process, that will allow me to see that I can navigate whatever happens, that I can do whatever I need to do to move through the discomfort? So that means you have to spend some time with yourself. You have to say, what calms me? What soothes me, right? Look for past evidence of a difficult situation where you did walk through the discomfort. It might not even be in the same area. Like we're talking about business right now. It might be in a relationship. It might be in your physical health and wellness. There's probably another area of your life where there was something that brought up all of these feelings and yet you still walked through the discomfort and you did it successfully. You might have gotten to the result that you wanted. Remind yourself of that. But you also might not have gotten to the result that you wanted. And yet you still navigated that successfully. It didn't stop you. It didn't shut you down. In fact, maybe it brought you somewhere that you needed to go in just a different way that felt even better. Maybe it brought up a learning opportunity. You need to remind yourself of all of these times and all of these things so that you trust the process and you trust yourself and you're associating, right, all of these positive thoughts and feelings. So then you also have to kind of spend some time going, what makes me feel happy? <laughs> what, like, for me, I always share on this podcast, right? Ice cream sandwiches make me feel happy, guys. Ice cream sandwiches make me feel happy. But it's like, okay, if I take an uncomfortable action, I need to know how I'm going to self-soothe. I need to know what rewards I'm going to give myself so that every time I take an action that's uncomfortable, my brain associates that with a positive feeling, with a reward, which will make it easier for me to lean into that in the future. So what can you do to trust yourself? I create what's called an evidence box. It's probably the lawyer in me, and you might have heard me talk about this on a past episode, but take a box and fill it with all of your education, all of your skills, awards you've received, right? All of the accomplishments, whether they're in your personal life or your professional life, all these good reviews you've gotten, good grades you've gotten, you know, things that you tried that were new that you actually implemented and it went well, or you implemented and it didn't go well and it still all worked out. All of those moments in your personal or professional life, right? All of your background, skills, education, and experiences that validate this. You need to identify them, write them down, and put them all in this box. And the next time that you're starting to feel all of these feelings that we're talking about, you can open the box, right? You can open the box and you can say, okay, I need to go through. And you start going through and you're reminding yourself, oh, that's right. I can get through this because I've gotten through it before. Even if it doesn't go the way I want it to go, I can navigate that successfully, right? Oh yeah, I remember. This is why this feels so good. So that's like part one. 
But I'm going to like illustrate this in a story uh, from a client that I was working with. And I think you're really going to enjoy the story. So before I get into the story, let me just caveat, right? Ideas plus strategies are not what equals success. So I know people are like, oh, I have an idea. And Rita, I want to work with you to create a strategy. And then I can be successful if I have the right strategy. So before I get into the story, I want to say ideas plus strategies do not equal success. I know you're sitting there going, well, then why would I hire you, Rita? Why would I hire you for a strategy? Because here's what does equal success. Ideas plus strategies plus consistent action. That is what equals success. By taking just one step towards this big thing you want, this risk you want to take, this new thing you want to do, the thing that's going to pull up all of this discomfort inside of you. By taking just one step towards it, you are telling the universe, God, a higher power, a source energy, and most importantly, you are telling yourself that you are committed and invested in your dream. You are committed and invested in your future. You know, there's this Bible quote, and it says, faith without works is dead. And what this means is, you know, it's not enough. It's not enough to just pray. Praying's great. It's not enough to just pray. You have to walk and pray. Only after you have made your own investment by taking that step will life reward it. And I think that's so important to see. Only after you have made your own investment will life reward it? So often, people aren't taking risks because they're looking for the reward first. They're looking for the guarantee. They're looking for the confirmation, the validation before they're willing to take that uncomfortable step, before they're willing to take the first action, whatever that first action is. Well, that's not the way it works. Only after you've made that investment, that is your own investment, taking that action, doing that thing, only by taking that first step will life reward it. And the bolder that first step, the bigger the reward, because your reward is equivalent to the action that you take. You take a little tiny action, cool. You'll get a little tiny result. You take a big, bold action, great. You're going to get a big, bold result. And there's no right or wrong. It, it, there's Tiny actions are just as important as big actions. You need a mix of them. But just know that, right? That you have to take the first step in order to get the reward, to get the confirmation, to get the validation, right? To get something that at least looks like a guarantee that you might be on the right track. And the bigger that first step is, the bigger that reward is going to be. And I tell you that because nowhere is this better illustrated than in this story I'm going to share about a former client named Jennifer. So Jennifer was in this work situation. She worked in corporate. She was in a work situation she didn't love. She had this dream to start her own consulting and coaching practice. Now, she had taken some steps towards starting her business before, but guess what happened? All of that uncertainty, that doubt, fear, it all cropped up and her brain stopped her, did exactly what we're talking about, stopped her from taking the action by distracting her. Like, it's not the right time. Look, your work is so busy, your day job, all of these things are happening. Look, you're overwhelmed. You don't really have the time to put into growing your own business. This isn't the moment, right? Not yet, right? So she was overwhelmed by all of that. She was battling her insecurities. She was battling her doubt, especially with all the stress that came from working full time. So when she contacted me, 
she was telling me about all of this, but as she spoke, she was talking about her vision for what she really wanted. And the excitement for that vision grew. But on that call, as her vision and excitement grew, so did those concerns. They started coming out again to me on the phone. Concerns like, well, would this work? Right? Can I build a, Rita, can I really build a business? These are things she said, Rita, I don't know. Will this work? Tell me, will this work? Can I really, really build a business that's going to replace my full-time income? Really? Do people even want this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Rita, that people even want what I'm thinking about offering. And even if they want it, would they pay for it? Would they actually pay me money for this? I don't know. Could I really do this? I'm really doubting that I can do it. And as we talked, I said, you know this, you know as well as I do, there's only one way to answer those questions, because guess what she was doing? She was looking for the validation, the guarantee before taking the action. Rita, I need that guarantee. Will it replace my full-time income? Is it going to work? Like, I need to know that people are going to want what I have. I, I need to know that they're going to pay for it. Can I really do it? And I was like, there's only one way. There's only one way, Jennifer, to find this out. You have to do it. You have to lean into the discomfort. You have to learn how to walk through the discomfort, you have to take action. And to do that, she knew, I knew, I'm sure you all know, she needed support to do it. And so she signed on to be my client because she was tired of thinking about it and she was ready to do it. And on that call, she was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go all in, Rita. I am ready to take the risk. I am ready to go all in. So when I asked Jennifer what that meant, what did it mean to go all in, to take the risk? I needed her to be more tangible. She said, well, hiring you, I want to hire you for your six-month private coaching. And Rita, I want to pay in full. I am just that committed. It's going to work. It's going to be great. I want to pay you in full. Ultimately, Rita, I want to resign from my full-time job, and I want to start coaching with you right away. I want to schedule my onboarding session right away. And she did. She scheduled it for only like a day or two later. So that's some pretty bold action. And on that onboarding session that happened only two days after this call, she made a decision on her onboarding call that her business was going to be successful. She was just like, I'm deciding. The reason it's going to be successful is because I've decided that my business is going to be successful and I'm going to do what it need, what needs to be done in order to make it so. I'm going to work it till it works. The reason it will be successful is because I'm going to make it successful because I've decided. And so we had to design what that looked like. And what part of that was for her was leaving her job. So six days later, she walked into her day job ready to resign. She had the resignation letter in her bag and HR called her in and informed her. They said, hey, let's talk. And she was like, okay. Like they didn't know that she was walking around with this letter in her bag. And they said, look, due to this restructuring of the company, we're having a restructure. And due to this restructure, your position is actually going to be eliminated. And we would like to offer you some severance. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and I tell you this because Jennifer showed up to work that day ready to resign. She showed up ready to sacrifice income while she launched her business. Instead, I mean, and that's a big, uncomfortable action. She, We're talking about, you know, the reward is equivalent to the action that you take, right? That's what we said. The reward is equivalent. This was a big, bold action that was really uncomfortable. She was ready to resign. Big, bold, uncomfortable. 
But here's the reward. Life rewards action. She walked in with that letter and instead that bold action was rewarded with that equally big result of a severance, right? Jennifer not only had the schedule now to go all in on her business because she no longer had a full-time job, but she was now going to get paid to do it. And the amount of her severance was the amount of time she gave herself to feel some traction in her business. Now, It is important that you know that I am not saying that the only way to take a risk and the only way to go all in on your business is to quit your full-time job. Rita is not saying that. In fact, if you listened to my episode last week with Mike Alden, we talk about this. We talk about how too many entrepreneurs are actually sabotaging and stopping their success because of the fact that they're quitting their day job when really they should be keeping that. And if you're curious why we say that, because I know a lot of people are like, no, to be successful in your business, you have to burn bridges, leave that job, tell the universe, right? And I'm telling you a story about someone who's doing that. But what I want you to go back and listen to is why that's not true. You don't have to do that in order to get success. And in fact, for, you know, like 90, 95% of the people, you really shouldn't. So I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm not saying that's the only way to take a risk. I'm not saying that's the only way to go all in on your business. I'm not telling you to quit your job. And in no way am I implying or guaranteeing that if you do, you're going to get a severance or be paid money because of it. So there is my like lawyer self kicking in with all of those disclaimers. So what am I saying? Why am I telling you this? What I'm saying is that success comes from a decision. Jennifer went all in on her business the moment she decided that it would be successful and then took actions to back that decision. She invested in herself and she was rewarded for it. So she went all in. I want you to see this. She decided her business was going to be successful. And here's the most important part. She took actions to back the decision that sent that signal to the universe, higher power, God, source energy, that she was invested and in turn, she was rewarded for it. So if you want to change your life or your business, you have to decide to. You have to decide that what you want is an absolute done deal. You don't need to see evidence that it's a done deal. You don't need a guarantee that it's a done deal. It's a done deal because you've decided that it's going to be a done deal. And you're going to do everything that's required to make it so. And then you have to back that belief with an action. Then put all of the support in place to help you realize the result. And that's what I... I help people do, right? That's what the all-in entrepreneur, my Facebook community, if you follow me on Clubhouse, if you decide you want to work with me on an intensive or private coaching or however it is, but I want to help you go all in to build a profitable business that supports your life, right? Whatever that looks like, that's what this podcast is about. But whether you're working with me one-on-one, whether you're in an upcoming group coaching program, whether you're just consuming my content on Instagram or in the all-in entrepreneur, or if all you're doing is listening to this podcast or a combination, right? You have to invest in yourself. That investment doesn't have to cost you a penny. And it requires no specific time commitments, but it requires you to take a step, that next step to show your commitment in a tangible way. So what is that step? 
Have you taken that step? That's what I want to know. I want you to email me. <laughs> email me at Rita at Rita Made Me Do It. Tell me you listened to episode 73. Tell me what your big, bold vision is and tell me that very first step, whether it's small or whether it's large, that you are taking to back your belief in it. That thing that you're envisioning, that vision that you have, that next level of your business, you are deciding that's 100% inevitable. There's no way that can't happen. It's definitely going to happen because you have decided and you are going to keep working it until it works. Like when will it work? It When it works, because you're going to keep showing up and keep working for it until it works. So now that you've made that decision, what is that first action that you need to take to show the world and most importantly yourself that you believe it? Only by taking the action Will it show you that you trust yourself to do it and that you trust yourself to navigate whatever results from it and that you are committed to it? It is telling yourself that you can be trusted to work it till it works and to show up for it. And so that's what I want you to do. That's like how we're ending this episode, right? Now, don't worry because you know that after this episode, I bet you can tell what's coming next week. It's going to be a Break It Down with Rita episode. Those are my fun episodes. I mean, I think, guys, let's just be honest. All of my episodes are fun, right? But that really is my, if you've never listened to one of my Break It Down episodes, my Break It Down episodes are calculated to be short and concise. It is not about the why or the philosophy behind things. That's what we talked about today. So what are we going to talk about next week's Break It Down episode? How to do this. Like in a quick easy to understand, easy to implement way, step one, step two, step three, this framework, that, but ways that you can easily implement this. So if you're like, well, Rita, this all sounds great, but how do I believe it? How do I really tap into that belief? How do I stop looking for evidence? How do I like really like tell myself that I trust myself? What am I doing? You gave some great ideas. I'm not really sure how to do it. No worries. Tune in next week when I break it down for you so that you can implement all of this immediately. But until then, just take that first little step. Let me know what it is. Email me. Say, Rita, this is my next level goal for my business. And I am committed to it. And I know it's going to happen because I've decided that it's going to happen. And here's the first step that I'm taking to tell the universe, to tell God, to tell myself that that is true. That's all I want to know for now. And then join me next week on another episode of The Rita Made Me Do It, Joe, where we'll break it down so that you can do this day in and day out and become the risk taker that you know you need to be in order to get the results that you know that you want. All right, guys, I'll see you next week on another episode. Take care. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcast, and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.